0: All right, thank you all the viewers who's tuning in to this program. I have a a very good spiritual friend of mine, Jazz, and the God was it the Goddess of the Making? Goddess, the goddess of, the making. of the Making? Yes. Okay. And uh, I know you have a YouTube channel about a lot of spirituality and so forth. And um, I wanted to ask you if, um, what made you uh, into your journey of spirituality? Give me a bit about your background, if you don't mind. And, Tell me how you led up to where you are now.
1: Okay. Um, well, it's it's a lot a lot long story, but I'll try to keep it short. Um, so I I was raised uh in the church, in the black church. I was raised apostolic Pentecostal. Uh and from my personal perspective, that's kind of like the uh the most zealot form of Christianity. Um, you know, we believe in the whole Uh, being born again you're born in sin so you need to be saved and filled with the Holy Ghost from Jesus Christ and you you can speak in tongues and all of that good stuff and um, after and so I was raised with that kind of belief system and it was very strict uh, very specific way that you had to live your life um, very specific way that you had to live um, believe and you know Uh, treat other people, very specific um, customs and traditions and things like that. And um, after, you know, and I guess my whole life, I never questioned it. I never thought it was wrong or I never thought to do anything different. But um, I kind of had, I would say, the dark night of the soul uh, in (laughs) 2010 nine years ago when uh, I was married, I was married for eight years and my marriage was over. I was getting divorced and everything in my whole life was turned upside down. And I had to really question, I started to really look at everything that I had been doing my whole life and asking myself, does this work for me? Does this feel good to me? Um, Has it helped me? And Um, I really just kind of did a 180 and changed almost everything about my life. And one of the things that I changed was my spiritual practice. Um, And so today, I really believe in, um, I I say that I'm less, I'm no longer religious. I'm actually more spiritual. And I actually just did a video. I just recorded a video yesterday talking about this. So it's very interesting that we're talking about it today. Um, But, you know, my walk today feels more, um, connected. It, I feel more, um, competent in who I am. I actually feel, um, I would say source energy. I call God the universe source. Um, sometimes I say mother, father, God. Um, and before it was very, it was only, you know, your heavenly father and it was only the son of God. And there was never any mention of a mother figure when it comes to God or even if God had a daughter. The women, the feminine aspect of it was completely taken out. And um, when I really started to understand that God has both masculine and feminine qualities, um, I started to feel more connected to it because the feminine qualities started to feel um, more authentic to who I was. So um, today I, I would say, I believe more in universal law. I believe more in vibration. I believe more in um, living through gratitude, um, living through compassion. And it's just a different, it's just a different experience for me. It feels better and it feels right. <laughs> and it feels, um, it makes more sense to me as well. So I actually started my YouTube channel because because of that journey that I was on. And I needed to, I needed to see someone who looked like me saying the things that I was learning. And I needed to see someone who looked like me helping me along my path. And it was really hard for me to find that. And so I just decided to create it myself and just share what I'm learning as I'm learning it and give people just little nuggets of wisdom and, you know, have them take that and learn more on their own and have their own individual experience because I think one of the key differences between religion and spirituality is that spirituality is a very individual experience. Um, there's no right or wrong. Uh, you can experience it in a variety of different ways. It doesn't have to come from any specific deity or any specific um you know, Archangel or Orisha, and all those things are good if it works for you. Um, But everything that you have is within you. And I feel like all of those uh, ascended masters, Jesus Christ figures, Jesus, um, you know, the Virgin Mary, all of that is within you. It's just an expression of what you have within you. And your job is to really try to embody those things and, and pull those things out of yourself. So um, that's what inspired me to do my YouTube channel. I, and I feel like I'm meeting a need that is not really being served um, for black women who are not uh, religious anymore and who are transitioning out of that, needing to have someone who looks like me giving them advice on where to go. That's
0: pretty cool. That's good yeah. that's that's um that's very interesting because I know a lot of people are, are now into um the spiritual uh aspect journey, I think due to because um what you call organized religion
2: mm-hmm. don't
0: answer all their needs and questions and right. they um, kind of looking for answers that that seem not to be getting from anywhere um did that play a part of it. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I would say I wasn't getting the answers that I needed. And I think when I when I was going through my divorce, when it really started to hit me was I was going through that divorce and I was completely lost. And I was asking for the first time in my life, I was asking specific, direct questions and I needed specific (laughs) answers. I did not need a metaphor I did not need a, a Bible verse I needed something clear and direct to help me through the situation that I was going through I was depressed I was sad I felt completely confused as to who I was and I was going to church every Sunday and I was going to church every Tuesday for Bible study and I was not getting a single answer <laughs> that I needed and no one seemed to be able to really give me anything concrete that I could actually do something with, you know? It was, it was very generalized. It was like, well, just pray more um, or read this Bible verse um, that, you know, was, was okay. It was, I guess it was, it was, it gave me a sense of, I guess, comfort, but I don't, I didn't need comfort. I needed answers and I needed concrete ways to feel better. I needed an, a specific step to move forward in life. And um, I think what happens when you're in organized religion is that, you know, you may go to church every Sunday, you may go to Bible study, and what you walk away with is really um, a motivational speech from your pastor. Um, but that you don't get clear, concrete ways to live your life. Um, that are specific to what you're going through today. So, you know, the Bible, it it has beautiful Bible verses in it, and it has poetry and and that sort of thing. But um, it was written in such a long time ago. It was written in a totally different context in which we live in today that you have to do so much mental gymnastics just to squeeze out a gym that could potentially help you <laughs> and I don't have time for that <laughs> I need a specific I need right now what do I do in this moment and um I got those types of things when I moved out of religion and into spirituality
0: <laughs> man I, I understand I um I understand the uh, experience of um you know depressed confusion I was the same way when I started my journey Mm-hmm. Um, into spirituality, um, I wasn't. I would not I mean, like I said, it, it it'll make you feel good temporarily, but it wasn't solving any issues. It gives you a, a hope. Um, it's kind of like it then give you a hope. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's good to have hope because it keeps mm-hmm. you going. But it's just like you're just being pulled along. It's kind of like, uh, you know, you're just getting something to the pain, but the but but the symptoms, you know, but the problem's still there. Right. right. So, you know, um, I'm the same way w- with it. And, um, I'm not, I'm not looking down, like I said, I'm not looking down on anybody's religion because it is, it does help you
2: mm-hmm. to move,
0: to keep going and believing in something, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I mean, I, it don't hurt to believe, to believe in something, you know, because it, it keeps you, it keeps you having something to know, live for. You no, know, it's just a problem that, you know, you're living, you live and you ain't seen any results you're looking at your yeah yeah um, you know it's, it's just strange' you know you you have all this hope and stuff and things to happen the same things that that you go through people who don't go to church go through as well and um you know and and you know you tell other people to pray and all this stuff but you know you go you know you go through the same thing anybody else goes through where if you uh, go to religion or not and whether if you believe or something or not you know and you know some people get the same results you get and they don't right. might not believe in God. And so uh, you have to answer it's You know, all things had a question for it. Cause I do believe in, in uh, the source I call divine. People call God. I call divine as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing about it is you read, you know, the scriptures, like the stories, it tells you, um, you know, the divine or is not a respected person right on just as well unjust, which means you no know, everybody's get treated equal no matter what, you mm-hmm. know, he loves, you know, uh, Everyone, you know, he or she created, right. um, because we know God, uh, the source of the spirit. And I know you said it took the, the feminine aspect out of the scriptures, and I do believe they have because of mostly, uh, men have controlled, um, the so called um, holy book mm-hmm. books, you know, right. there's other books as well,
2: right? And they
0: gave women a very minimal role, and then most of their role <laughs> is a servant or so much of a prostitute or a whore somewhere in the scriptures. Right. Look at or
2: someone's
0: father, mother. Or someone's <laughs> mother. But you, it tells you very little about them. Right. Um, you know, and so, so if you look at it in some context, it does put women as at the bottom, pretty much a uh, very little of women. Like it says you—the women can't talk and all that stuff. And you no, know, it's a lot of things they, they go through. Um, anyway, yeah. um, but I understand where you're coming from and, um, uh, yeah. A lot of people, women. It's funny because a lot of women go to go to church more than men. Seem like,
1: oh yeah, and, and I think have, the black church is eighty percent women.
0: It is, and they have, and if they read the book, it talks very little about them. So I'm trying to see what, not think about, wonder what motivates them to come if they know their roles are very minimal. Yeah, maybe they don't really read. I don't know.
1: Well, you know, and I think um, that's a very interesting point. Um, I've been, I asked myself that question too. um, And there's actually a really good book. It's called Sister Citizen by Melissa Harris Perry. And uh, she talks about women in the Bible. And she talks about um, particularly black women who go to um, the black church. And she makes such great points about how, you know, as women you go to the church and, and like you said, we're kind of relegated to second class citizens in our in our holy places. Um and we're also relegated to second class citizens in the Bible. Um and, and there seems to just not be this things aren't adding up. <laughs> it doesn't make sense for for women to to literally be maintaining the churches because we are 80% of the of the members. We pay the most tithes, the most in offering. We're on the usher boards. We're in the choir. We're um, you know on the finance committee. We're doing all the fundraisers. We're planning all the events. We're literally running the church, but we don't have any of the leadership positions. Most churches are head by by men. Most pastors are men. There are some women, but most are are headed by men. You look on the front row of a church and it's all men. Women are not allowed to sit on the front row. Uh, You look in the pastor's pulpit and it's all men. (laughs) So, and again, we're not, and I'm so glad you said that earlier. This is not to bash the church. It's simply to, I feel like I, I want people to start to question it. Start to notice what's happening around you and ask why. Why is it that way? and if this is a place where it's supposed to be about community about family this is your church family right i hear that all the time then you should be allowed to ask those questions and get concrete answers and a lot of times those answers are not provided or you're given an answer that's unacceptable um so yeah i mean i think for women particularly um we really need to be looking at how is this actually serving us when we're the ones running it. And yet we have no leadership, we have no say in the church, you know, we're silenced, we're, we're expected to act a certain way, dress a certain way, you know, only only be relegated to certain positions and things like that. So, you know, if it, I I feel like, and I I know a lot of people who still go to church every Sunday, it it is something that they will do. And I I personally feel like they're covert sinners. (laughs) They're just closeted spiritual people that haven't uh, gained the bravery and the courage to say, I can't do this anymore, Um, which it it was hard. It was not easy for me. It was not easy for me to, um, because I have a mother who's very religious, very, you know, very committed to her church, loves her pastor. And of course she raised me in the same church and expected me to follow suit with her and when I decided that church was not the place for me uh, any longer it took her years to finally stop asking me to go to church with her I mean she would ask me every Sunday for years and every Sunday I would have to say no mom I'm not going to church today that's not the place for me that's not what I believe in anymore years and even today um you know when i started my youtube channel she had a really hard time with it because i have videos on there where i'm talking about why i'm no longer christian um i have videos on there you know talking about being spiritual and um having a totally different title as to who i am and and she has had a hard time watching those videos and i think is still struggling with accepting that so
0: yes uh in my opinion it's only my opinion, so whoever watching don't have to agree. If they do have anything to say, uh, please say it because, uh, you know, it's only my opinion based on my experiences and from what I see, so uh, what I'm going to say is even though it's it maybe, you know, even though you tell the people what you call it the truth, some people in their opinion it's not true. You know, you know the thing about truth is kind of strange because even though you, you tell the truth to some people, no matter what you say or whatever that you have, it's still your opinion. You know, I remember so in the scriptures, the Ma- the Messiah, the, no, the real Messiah, not the white one, but the real one. No offense. <laughs> even though ra- people raised from the dead, some people still won't believe. You know, they see people raised from the dead they still won't believe. So even if you have evidence, some people just won't believe. They're mm-hmm. just in denial or whatever. I don't know. Maybe they're blind. But if you look at the some of the roles uh, you have, you have most of the women roles are pretty much the servants. And uh, most of it ain't... Uh, there are influences. It's not too good. You have one, according to the Genesis, um, tempt the man to, you know, persuade him to eat the fruit when he blaming the woman for it. You no, know, which is not good leadership. But <laughs> the other right. one um, was a whore, and um, God, according to the Old Testament, told him to go marry a whore.
2: Mm.
0: Oh, it did. You remember that? Remember what that is, right? I think her name was Gomer. Something like that. I don't remember. It's an Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Told her I married her and she went back to and she became prostitute. She went to captivity and he paid him free, but she never changed her lifestyle. For real. Uh, it's an Old Testament. I think it's Gomer. G-O-M-E-R. I go back and look, but I'm for real. That's what God told him to do. The all-knowing God according to the Old Testament. Do mm-hmm. so you have uh, one it's the influence of they, who they call John the Baptist of getting his head cut off. Because she said, I want his head on a platter. Well, that's not a, a good look. Then you got one scripture tell women should be silent. So <laughs> they go home. So why are they there? If they're going to be silent, can't say nothing. That's in the scripture. This is the New Testament. I know you remember that one, right? Woman well, not allowed to speak. You must go answer husband. I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Okay,
1: uh, there you go. You, uh, can you hear me now, yes, okay. I, I was gonna wear my headphones, but I wasn't sure if that was gonna work. That's fine, yeah, yeah, um, I do know the scripture that you're talking about, and um, I'll add Delilah deceiving Samson, right uh, so painting her as a manipulator and someone mm-hmm. who's betraying him uh for fame and fortune, right, um and I'll add uh, Lot's daughters, unfortunately, uh, were served up to be raped by the people of Sodom uh, in exchange for keeping some angels safe. So you have a father condoning and, the rape of his own and daughters.
0: Then, and did he sleep with his daughters?
1: I, I, I'm i not sure if it was Lot. Maybe, potentially. Uh, did.
0: Yeah, he did yeah, He did offer them up, you know, again, yeah. Uh, nah, that but was,
1: rape, rape is one,
0: one also
2: did, throughout uh, the Bible, yeah.
0: Like one one proper sleep with daughter, but it, it we all know that you no know, Adam Eve story. He had to sleep with his daughter, right?
1: But, uh You talking about Adam and Eve?
0: Yeah, it was his daughter or it was his wife. Which one is? I'm confused. Somebody break that on the stand. I, I ask people that question. Oh, it,
1: I, I I don't know anything about that. I just know. Think about, know
0: about it. it. You, you know how she was created? Woman they say it come from a womb of a man. Got put to sleep. Took a real, he said, flesh for flesh, blood for blood. And so, he, the first person to give birth, right?
1: Oh, so you say Eve is his daughter.
0: How, who is she gonna be?
1: Yeah, that's a different, that's an interesting take. That's true.
0: This is genetics,
1: right? All married, straight
0: blood, blue. It is
1: true. That relatives.
0: Is true. So,
1: yeah, and I will add, have you heard of uh, Lilith?
0: Yes, I heard of her.
1: Adam's first wife that no one ever talks about <laughs>
0: right you, you know why they don't talk about it
1: well because
0: there's more than one female during that time
1: mm-hmm.
0: but nobody wanted and, to tell it
1: and Maybe. Lilith was uh you know she rebelled because she was not going to be she was not going to sit under Adam she mm-hmm. wanted to sit beside him and be mm-hmm. his equal right. and because she he did not want her to be his equal um she left Right. and left the garden of eden rather yeah. than sit underneath him beside instead of beside him and that is a powerful woman right there
0: but y'all, but you also got to realize there's more than female been created
1: right
2: it, right. it, it will
0: make any sense for this all powerful spiritual being just create one of each Create, can, one, of each, create yeah. one of course you can create another in the same way or right. like you create a man I mean, so yeah but they don't talk about that because but there's a lot of questions because when uh, one of them left, uh, Cain Abel. When Cain left, he had to marry somebody. Somebody had to have, you know, whether his daughter comforted on two people. And that story itself don't make, don't really add up. But unless you read the Sumerian tablets, you get a better understanding. But nobody's gonna believe that story. So we're not okay. gonna get into that. You know what I'm talking about, right?
1: Yeah, the fallen angels and um... yeah.
0: But you know, angels is not like when people are think of angels, angels just mean messenger. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily mean something invisible.
2: Mm-hmm. You know because
0: right whatever from the following, but it's a long story. I don't know if people believe in aliens yeah. or other creatures. That's another I, story. We don't want to yeah, get into that. I,
1: I think the point you're trying to make is that there is so much of the story that hasn't been told. Exactly. So much that people don't know about and that is never going to be preached from a pulpit Mm-mm. because um, it's going to open people's eyes to a reality that will um, show them that they haven't been given the whole story. And some, and in some instances, they've been flat-out lied to. Yep. And very people, few people are going to rebel against
0: very, that. Very, very few pastors know the whole, some of the stories that's not been told. Some of them, a lot of them don't know anything. They just go with somebody else saying and they just regurgitate. It. They don't mm-hmm. really know. A lot of pastors don't. Very few really know. Right. They do have to do real stuff, but it's a money, but, but it's a money marketing thing, so they're not going to say anything about it. It's about right. money mark it's about money now. Everything. But another thing is the then you look at the part of the Bible. We're talking about women, it's the prostitute, so called prostitute in the Bible. Uh, some people say Mary Magdalene is a prostitute, but there's no there's no there's <laughs> nothing to really prove that. But then you know, you think about the woman that's caught in the act and they say one hundred stone, she was committing adultery. how do they know she committed adultery? She had to have to know, but they didn't bring the man but to bring the woman right to be committed adultery. I mean for to be stoned and Jesus you no know, the Messiah, they yeah, called Jesus, he let her go.
1: Mm-hmm. and um, he was without sin, cast the first stone. Right.
0: And mm-hmm. I like that. But they didn't bring the man. But they sure brought the women to be killed.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: And so if you look at the role of women, it's not good. And it's more of like um, being very, I ain't going to say equal, but it's in a role of not good unless they want to be controlled, so to speak. Yeah. And you got you got a lot of women, black women love them some Jesus. They one guy was talking to listen to on Facebook, he was talking about how uh, a guy was telling him about his wife, uh was praising Jesus so much, another you know, guy got a job, he got, you know, he found a good job to pay, he did this and this, and, this, and instead of just saying her, instead of thinking the husband how good a job he did, he said, Oh, thank Jesus for this and thank Jesus, <laughs> that, thank Jesus for that. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna divorce my wife, you gonna marry Jesus. Right. I'm not getting nothing out of it. You know, I'm not getting no, you know, nothing, no, 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 no benefit out of this because you two be right. thinking, Jesus, you know, thank Jesus, I got a job. And, you know, she right. ain't showing him no gratitude, giving all the right. glory to Jesus and ain't giving him no gratitude because man do have a responsibility. You, you said, Thank Jesus, thank God, thank Jesus. No, he wasn't God, but Jesus. Man, right. It's a nerve rack, you know. And, like a lot of time, and a lot of men, women do make their men go to church, but I see why men don't want to go to church because that's married because a lot of women respect the Jesus and the pastor more than respect the husband.
1: Yeah. That's that's, that's definitely, um, that's a tricky place to be. It really is. Um, There's so much to unpack about that. (laughs) I'll say a little bit about that, but then I also just want to, um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the divine feminine and, Talk about and talk, speak to those women who might be watching this right now who do um, go to church and maybe it hasn't even occurred to them. I know it didn't even occur to me until I got out of the church that like, wow, women are totally missing from this scenario and women are really put down and we're silenced and we're rep- and disrespected and we're not even acknowledged in a lot of ways and um, how that can really make you have a sense of shame about yourself just just being born female when you when your spiritual practice doesn't even acknowledge you um, so I want to talk about that but um, you know uh, what you were saying earlier about uh, the church and and that sort of thing um I want to encourage people again I don't I'm not bashing people who go to church I went to church I know what that's like I know how you know um it's a very powerful story and I can only I can only speak to Christianity because that's what I was raised in but I think that across all, all religions the stories are pretty much the same um There's so many similarities, but I I think that it's so powerful for people to hear that there was this man named Jesus, which that's not even his real name. But there was this man named Jesus who was literally, this is what you believe, literally the God incarnate, God in the flesh walking this earth as his son. And God sacrificed his only son and let him go through torture and pain (laughs) so that for the express purposes of washing all of us free of our sin so that we can be made made holy and new, right? And all you have to do is say, "I, I, I accept that figure, that Jesus figure as my Lord and Savior and I will worship and honor him all the days of my life and all that good stuff, right? so that's a powerful pull (laughs) that's a powerful it almost um guilt you into like why would you not want to acknowledge this man who died just for you like he was thinking of you specifically and the sin that you were going to 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 do on this earth in your physical in, in your in your human experience he he sacrificed for you how why would you not want to honor him right and that I think is the essence that gets people in and guilts people and it really is guilt it guilts people into honoring it now here's what I want people to really understand is that if you look at historical documents real factual historical put the Bible aside for just a second just look at the history of it right There is, there is debate as to whether or not Jesus even existed first. Um, Because of the time that he was supposed to have walked the earth in Nazareth, there, there's debate as to whether there was even a man named Jesus or Yeshua ben Joseph, which is his real name, um, who was actually, who actually did any of the things that he did. There were many other Christ figures, many other who did similar if not the same miracles that jesus had performed so why are we only acknowledging jesus and then the three, third thing that i want people to recognize is if you do believe that he was real and he was a real person who walked the earth during that time when you look at the accounts as to why he was actually um he was a political figure he was politically assassinated that's what it was he was the actual charge for why he was crucified was because he was attempting to incite a riot. He, he, he had gathered up the people and they were about to rebel against the Roman government, right? And so they said, we got to put this man to death because he's about to overthrow our government.
0: They call him a troublemaker.
1: Yes, he was a troublemaker. That is the factual reason why he was crucified.
0: Not because of no sins.
1: Not because of your sin. He, There is no evidence to show that he was doing it for all humanity to be washed clean. None whatsoever. So where are we getting this story from that the whole reason why he did this and why this happened to him was because of that. And even the Bible says while he was on the cross, he said, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? So, if he knew what he was doing, why would he even ask that question
0: good question i have some i have a few things uh first of all salvation is kind of funny because um the, the key to salvation according to to messiah was um you know believe uh what am i say in man uh, love his God you know the divine was all hearts mind and soul, and then love his brothers and self these are the keys to the kingdom of God. A yeah. King came heaven, but heaven not like a real, to a lot of people think heaven is a physical, it's like, you know, heaven is, is what's a whole different story, heaven really is, you know, people yeah. about what heaven really is. And then, then another thing is that Paul, strangely, if you really look at who people really follow is Paul. And kind of funny thing about Paul, he got a lot of scriptures, but he was not even that's a club disciple, but he get, a lot of, he get a lot of credit. He went for sure about a lot of stuff he'd written, because he said he went for sure, that's why I had to go talk to James, his brother, was one of the uh original disciples he wasn't sure some of his doctrine of, of truth he was speaking was true so he had to go and talk to him remember okay. he said right. that
2: mm-hmm. but
0: a scripture say you gotta work out your own soul salvation so why would I, if jesus paid the price why would I have to work it out
1: right why aren't I already clean aren't I already aren't my sins right. already taken care of? Why right. do I need to be born again then?
0: And why would anybody, if Jesus, like, this is what it is. They call, according to the, the word of God, getting even trickier. Jesus, according to the Bible, Jesus considers the second Adam. The first Adam failed because of sin. Since the first Adam, check this out. For you to be on the sin, you didn't have to believe that you was on the sin by the first Adam or so-called, you well, know, Jesus called the second Adam. You know, heard that before, right? That was the scripture said.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: the first Adam or... or Child of God, which was Adam, first begotten son, was Adam.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So Jesus can't be the only begotten son because he had to be the second.
1: Right, he had to be the second. But
0: yeah. the Bible say he's the second Adam. So he can't be the first and only, be the only begotten son. He can't be the only one either. So that don't even make sense. But anyway, another story.
1: So many things, right? So many, so things. many things when you really start to, right. to think. Use your critical minds and, and really critical. think about what you're being told. Does it really make sense?
0: Right. Now, the first Adam... According to the word, he's sinned because of disobedience. So everybody automatically, according to the religion, fell on the sin because of it, because of the first Adam. Now, now it should be the same with the second Adam to die for all. You see, if that's what they believe, so mm-hmm. and, and so there should be no more repentance. Because if he prayed the prize, then sin don't really exist anymore.
1: Right, right. Sin no longer, exist. sin no longer exists. Sin no longer exists.
0: So if you was a sinner, you're not washed clean by the blood of Jesus, unless he failed the mission. Right. <laughs> you know, because he didn't say because he said in the scriptures, I didn't come to do away to do away with the old, but to fulfill it.
2: Mm-hmm. There's a
0: difference. So yeah. I taught people doesn't is the so-called Old Testament, New Testament, because there's no old covenant, new com- covenant, because Jesus said he didn't come to do over anything. He just came to fulfill it. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between doing away with and fulfilling. Right, so we got more questions, but but, but I, you know, you just if you just read the book itself, it, it there's some good, I think there's some truth in about they have been watered down, lied a lot because some of the, the some of the different times have been trans translated and all the books was different books, they all weren't written. We don't know who written all the books because we know a lot of so called books wasn't written by Moses because Moses could have written about when he died in the five or five books. We died in one of them, couldn't finish the book, and we don't know who really wrote all these books,
2: right? Cause right.
0: Cause a lot of time they didn't have time to sit down and write stuff down. We don't know who really, uh, written the book itself, and then we don't know how it was translated. But there's a lot of things that I think there are some many truths in there that can help people. Very great. That's some very great stories. There are some. I do believe in in uh miracles and healings. I do believe in those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who had the book and how it was written? Who translated? Left a lot of holes in it, and, and left enough to for you to believe certain things, and enough to believe. And not to believe certain things, so you know I'm not I'm not shooting the book down completely. There are many truths. I do believe in miracles and healings. Um, I do believe that, like even the Messiah said, um, Yeshua. They said that um, you have the ability to heal yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you have the power to do all, all things which Christ did. And I love some of those scriptures because it it gives you. But what it does is, at the end of the journey. All the power you have is, is really up to your decision how your life is going to be done and created. You have the power and the ability. And I think that's one of the good things in the story is that divine loves everyone. Mm-hmm. And you do have all the power to do what you want to do. You just have to do it yourself. Now I think what it means to work your own salvation, I think that what it means is that you got to... Well, I personally, I believe it really means is that you got to create your own reality.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: That's what it really means. Which
1: you... And you have full and total ability to create your own reality. You have absolute and right. full total ability to heal yourself, to um, to cleanse yourself, to be a Christ figure, to all of that. You have all of those same qualities within you. You just have to awaken them. You just have to uncover them from, you know, self doubt and fear and a lot of miseducation and a lot of lies that we've been believing and. Um, I think for a lot of us, we have to kind of shift our whole understanding of what we think we know. Um, And, you know, another thing that Jesus said is, you know, don't follow anyone, follow, figure your own self out, embody your own personal power. And so that really resonates with me in terms of spirituality is that it is your own individual experience and you have to really unpack yourself. And I don't mean that, I think when people, when people say that is like, know thyself, that people think, well, are you saying that you're God? And it's like, no, I'm not saying that I'm God. I'm saying that I have God within me. And therefore, I have access to all the power and all the ability to create and destroy, just like the divine has. Now, either I'm gonna use that power or I'm not gonna use it. I'm either gonna be aware that I have that power or I'm not gonna be aware. But that is up to me. That's where my free will comes in. And so there's no need to really look to anything outside of yourself, unless it's an assistive device to bring you back to yourself. Everything should be leading you back to you, it, just from my personal uh, belief, that you know all the characters in the Bible they all represent you. Jesus represents you. You are the Christ figure in your own life. So how can you how can you start to embody that within yourself? That's what I think the whole the whole point of it is really.
0: Yes, yes, it is. And I, I don't, I'm not gonna say that the the, the prophet didn't didn't, uh, didn't exist. Just like you know if you like if you just read the scriptures, there's enough. The prophet himself, Yeshua, told you he wasn't the only one. Yeah. That's the other say, hey, there's some people that I said doing this in your name, you know, they they're doing the same thing he was doing. This man he said uh he's either you know, that's those other sheep that's not of this food.
2: hmm
0: I mean he said he he said he ain't the only one. Right. And so he never said that he was the only one that could do this. Yeah. And he never uh said any of that stuff, but it's just something that people did to, to control people, I believe, to control yeah. and get people to leave, you know. And and I, you know, he told people. He told one lady, "You don't have to die at all." If you believe my words, you don't have to die at all. So, she mm-hmm. said she believed in the resurrection. She just laughed and said, "No, anybody believe the any words? You never see death, mm-hmm. you know." And, and that's what he said. So, you don't have to die at all. And that's yeah. not something that a lot of people go preach. Yeah, believe my word. He said, "Believe my death, cause he wasn't dead." So, you believe the words. You don't have to die. I know somebody somebody. Uh, she was up there. She said, "Well, one day," I, she said, "I believe that one day you all may be risen from the dead." He's telling you, you "Don't gotta die at all." Mm-hmm. and that's the scripture because a lot of people believe in the resurrection but jesus he really didn't believe in the resurrection said so he had to die at all if he was word physically you didn't have to die at all yeah and then you look at the scriptures you see several a few people who know didn't die no Enoch didn't die no um uh, elijah didn't die um and you have moses he didn't die really either and never found his body really he didn't really die and um how i know he didn't probably didn't die because when uh all these three figures showed up. The disciples got scared. Let's say he tried to be they tried to build an altar to build altar for what? You remember, you remember that story? A lot of people don't talk about the the, mm. the um, Elijah appeared, Moses appeared, and uh Enoch appeared. It's a new test. Let's take it out. It was a new test. They appeared mm. and they got scared. They started seeing ghosts that Jesus was talking to them. Hmm. Huh, that's a New Testament. You'll that's have to reference
1: about. that you'll have to reference that scripture in the description box so people can look that up.
0: Might have to look it up because you that know, sometimes they take scriptures out the Bible, put scriptures back in the Bible.
1: Yeah, different different versions, yeah. And
0: I take the whole scripture out, whole that take a whole uh, verse out and they take that verse and put it back in there. It took some verses in and out several times.
1: Yeah. And some Bible some uh complete books of the Bible are missing. The book of Enoch is not yeah. included in the King James Version. Right, um, and other in other books,
0: Mary Magdalene, and a lot of but some books are made up. Some of the Catholic books, I think, is kind of made up. Some of the Catholic, yeah. got books, but yeah, Enoch and um, Mary Magdalene, some other books, uh, the yeah. book of Judas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. of the books are like made up, and um, you know, for instance, you know, uh, even in the ministry, um, a lot of people thought Jesus was uh, John the Baptist because he was. They say, yo, you must son, son, because Jesus, Jesus reminded him of some other prophets. And Jesus mm-hmm. says, not him. But you know, Jesus, said, I sit, Jesus also said, I set aside some people. He said, he set aside uh, Moses, he set aside some people. And uh, I'm curious how he going to set aside people. He said, how you set aside? Because you the son of son, son. There's no way except set aside somebody who's in, I think it was Moses somebody he said set aside in the Old Testament.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: uh, it, um, they thought he was crazy. But yeah. Um, he has probably set aside. Cause I think I don't think I don't think Moses really did. They don't think they found his body. You gotta go yeah. back and look. I don't think he died for real at all. But anyway, but, um, there's a lot of strange things people don't. A lot of people think y'all have to die, but there's yeah. there's no evidence that anybody have to really die. Yeah. Um, because if you think about the re- the reason why people was dying because of sin, according to the Bible, right? Adam okay. and Eve must live forever, as far as everybody knows, until they sin, right? But right. If paid the price then if the wages sin is death then nobody should be dying anymore right you know and you got the all all
1: covered yeah right well and and you know um uh i will say that from my belief when it comes to death i don't believe you ever really die because i believe your soul is who you really are and your soul never dies it just transforms also want to
0: i do i believe it too i was talking about the physical what we call, what yeah, we call yeah. it a physical your yes.
1: physical self yeah right. i mean yeah there there was um people in the bible who lived hundreds of years hundreds of years.
0: thousands right
1: you know so and we're lucky if we make it to 60. Right. you know so what what have we done <laughs> to ourselves to chop off so, exactly. so many of those years um what what how low of a vibration are we are we at that we can't even get past 60. For most of us um but i want to talk just really quickly about okay. um the divine feminine because um uh you know for some people watching I'm, I'm sure they maybe think oh they're they're bashing the bible or they're bashing christianity and and it's very easy to get really defensive about it if if it's something that you still practice or you still believe um and there is i, I remember when i was a christian um there was a lot of fear attached to my belief that I wasn't aware of. Um, and it was a fear to even question it. It was a fear to do anything that I wasn't supposed to do. Um, when you have hell looming over your head, you're afraid to do anything because hell is a terrifying place. And um, so for people watching who are are Christian and who are are really having a hard time listening to what we have to say, Um, I'll just ask you to really think through, um, why something that is so beautiful and loving needs you to be afraid. Why does it need you to be scared to question it? If it is the truth, the truth can, can withstand under questioning and it can withstand under analysis and everything that you do should be able to be, be analyzed. It shouldn't, it shouldn't have no problem with that. Um, and you should be getting given clear answers, so if we're if we're saying anything that's that's new to you that doesn't quite make sense that you haven't quite thought about, just sit with that and think like uh you know does is what we're saying make sense because um it might take a second to go, yeah, actually, what they're saying does make sense, and I need to figure out why this is new to me, why I'm just now learning about this, why has no one ever told me this um And just, yeah, go from there. Really, really sit with it for a little bit. Be open. I know it's hard. Um, I was there. I was a devout Christian for most of my life. And it took a lot of courage to acknowledge that a lot of it was not making sense and a lot of it wasn't adding up. So uh, I'll say that. And then (laughs) uh, I encourage you to question. um, And then I just want to talk just really quickly about the divine feminine. So, um, yeah, the... I think a lot of religions, um, there are a few that absolutely acknowledge women as divine um, and that uh, are supportive of of, and see women as holy and just as powerful as the male figures are. But when it comes to Christianity, I think women have deliberately been um, taken out of that. So um, for women who practice that, I just want you to know that you are divine. Um, you are not the root of all sin. I know that I was raised to believe that Eve was the cause of all sin because she deceived. She she listened to the devil and she deceived Adam. And it was her fault that we all were thrown out of the Garden of Eden. Um, I do not believe that that is true. I believe women have been the scapegoats for a lot of violence and for a lot of harm done to us. Um... But know that the Bible is really metaphorical to me as well. It's metaphorical. It's not literal. It's metaphorical. And you can go underneath and underneath and underneath every single thing that you read in the Bible and and read and have a different understanding of it. So when you look at women, um, I just want to acknowledge the fact that we are so freaking amazing. <laughs> we can literally create human life. Okay, we have a womb that houses that nurtures that grows human beings and nothing comes from the spiritual realm to the physical realm unless it comes through a woman's body and then when we we are literally the portals from the spiritual to the physical okay and then when that baby comes out we can nurture that baby through our breast milk we nurture that baby through our instinct through our love yes we have fathers there too, but I just want to focus on the women right now. Okay. Cause we don't get enough credit. And I think that that act of, of being able, being the portals from the physical to the, from the spiritual to the physical has been so diminished and it's been so undermined and it's been so, it's been seen as a negative. And you know, it's now you've got the baby mama and you know, women who have children out of wedlock are seen as hoes and sinners and all this stuff. And we have to come back to our sacredness and our holiness and, and be okay with being female. There's nothing wrong with being feminine. You are just as powerful. You are just as divine. And as women, we have to come to a deeper understanding of who we are and, and know why we came here as women. There's a reason why we came to this physical realm And the divine chose to make us female versus male. And I believe that both men and women have to come into a balance of their masculine and feminine energies, both of us. So women, I think um, it's okay to, I think we've been so taught to identify with the masculine that we haven't been taught to really identify with our femininity and respect it, respect our femininity. So, for example, you know, men are, are called names if they if they d- demonstrate anything that is of the feminine. Um, if they cry, they're seen as less than a man. If they show any emotion, they're seen as less than a man. If they So all of that saying, basically, if you identify with the feminine side of yourself, something's wrong with you. And so being feminine is bashed in so many different ways, and it's not... That's just so wrong and it's not okay and it's keeping us out of balance. Men are allowed to be caretakers. They're allowed to be uh, kind nurturers. They're allowed to be flexible. Those are all feminine qualities and there's nothing wrong with them. And so I just want to put that out there for women that, you know, learn more about your divine feminine nature. Learn more about the power of your womb. It is the place where everything is created. All of your thoughts, all of your, all of your ideas, it comes from the center of your womb. I'm not even sure if we even realize that. I think we think it comes from our brain. <laughs> it actually comes from our womb, and then it comes to our heart, and then it comes to our head, and we might execute it. So I'm going to encourage you all to read um, a book called Sacred Woman by Karina Fuwa. Um, and it's really going to help you reconnect to, um, the, the sanctity of being feminine and the power of your womb and what that really means. You know, when it comes to your womb, I was always taught, it's just where you have babies and you get your periods, right. And, and, (laughs) and you just do what you have to do to get through your monthly cycle. And when you have babies, it's painful and it's, you know, you go through nine months of hell and then you finally give birth instead of that being seen as a sacred act like that is a holy act that is amazing and it should be respected to give birth to a human being to have your monthly cycle we're literally in alignment with the, the moon cycles we model after nature we model after the moon cycles and when we are menstruating, that's actually a special time for us to rest and to go within and and, and be contemplative and reflective and connect back to our physical being. Every month we have the opportunity to connect back to our physical being and to acknowledge the sacredness of the ability that we have to be mothers, potentially. You know, not all of us have to have children. I'm not saying that. And um, I don't encourage women to just have babies just because you can. Um, but it is a sacred act if you so choose to have that experience. It's not a negative. Having your period is not a negative. Menstruating is not a negative. Giving birth is not a negative. Being pregnant is not a negative. Um, but there, and there are so many other things that women can do besides those things, but I think that's one of the most powerful things that we can connect to, to kind of have a physical manifestation of our power. We're also very spiritually powerful. Women have intuition that is on point. And we just, we deny our intuition so often. We, we ignore our intuition so often. And we got to really nurture that and come back to that and honor it and know that that's a gift that we've been given. It's a gift to have intuition. It's a gift to be able to connect to, connect to an inner knowing. It's a very special quality to have. So that's just a little bit about the divine feminine, um, and and that's you know what I talk about on my channel because I feel like that is a conversation that's so missing. That is a conversation that is so missing from from religion and even sometimes spirituality. I think it's more common in spirituality, um, but it needs to really be much more acknowledged and out there that there is divinity in in femininity and being female. Hmm.
0: Interesting. I was just listening. I'm I'm a man. I don't know what all that that means yet.
1: Well, you have a feminine side as well. I hope you are connecting to it as much as you can. I I think um, your openness to hear other people and to listen and to learn um, and to grow and expand like just your willingness to connect to other people through your YouTube channel and through doing these interviews is you activating that femininity within you because that's the part of you that that wants relationship, that wants friendship, that wants collaboration. Those are feminine aspects. So I think you absolutely are are embodying those parts of yourself through this YouTube channel.
0: (laughs) Oh, thank you. i I, just, I don't know a lot I just do know that um women do have some some special so many things mm-hmm. um the way they for a man just the way they feel the way they touch just the touching of a woman is very powerful
2: mhm
0: mhm you know the energy you know um so I mean, that's, it means like, uh, you know, like you know, the, the way a woman feels and the energy, uh, you know, like when people like cuddle with people, that's mm-hmm. very powerful, yeah. Um, and and um, like I say, that's women are very powerful, um, yeah. most men's would do anything, no offense, this from a man's perspective, the vagina is very powerful,
1: <laughs> it is, people. It is.
0: It's a, it's a connection. Mm-hmm. Well, most well, the truth matter a lot of men love that and food because most men do things to impress women. Mm-hmm. Where if it's housing cars and will fight behind a woman, kill behind a woman because, yeah, who knows some things that can a woman can do, you can't get anywhere else, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> the sex, sex itself is very powerful, um, yeah. when a female. And uh women don't realize some women may do how powerful that is for for a man uh you know' cause you look at why well, you know like because the word of sex is over sexually desired for the wrong reasons you know, because a lot of people don't understand uh um, sex and this, the importance of sex and you know like I was, if you just know sex feel good blah blah blah, but you know they don't understand the uh the uh the benefits of, 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 that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this gets kind of, it means it's not because, you know, cause like I said, I know women have cycles. Um, uh, personally, I did not fully understand the purpose of a woman's cycle. I don't know. Um, really, um, curious though, what is yeah. the purpose? I heard it is about I did hear some, somebody, she's not having, to, if the egg not fertile, she loses one or something like that. Did somebody yeah, say it, well, somebody say it also purifies the, the blood or something i don't I don't know yeah.
1: um well, I'm not a sexual health educator, but on the basic level, I will tell you that um what happens is your menstrual cycle is basically the blood that your body has be, has stored up in the uterus to um nurture and feed um a potential baby so if you if you release your egg and it does not get fertilized you know you don't release certain hormones that say there's a baby in here so now your body says okay i don't need that blood that was lining the uterus anymore that was there to help nurture the baby so now we can shed that blood because there's no baby there basically
2: okay
1: so then you have your menstrual cycle and that that blood starts to shed and that's your cycle and then once your cycle's over you start to regenerate more and more blood that lines the uterus to potentially support another baby. And if you still don't get pregnant, you shed that blood. So every single month, you're you're regenerating and shedding and regenerating and shedding. So it is a, a cyclical process. So it is cleansing out your womb is a natural way to cleanse. It's not, you know, a lot, a lot of people say it's dirty and all that. It's actually a natural way for a woman to cleanse um, every month and um, it's it's also every 28 days so it's in alignment it's in alignment with the moon cycles the new moon then you have the, the half moon then you have the full moon and then it repeats itself and the same thing happens with the woman's cycle so we literally are in alignment with nature we're connected to nature we are an example of nature in that way um, the nine month cycle of pregnancy is also um modeled in other things like uh I was actually talking to my spiritual advisor oh my gosh this blew my mind I was talking to my spiritual advisor last Monday and I'm actually in the process of developing a um a wonderful wonderful product that I'm going to be debuting in October and she was asking me about my process for that and I said well you know I have been thinking about it you know, last year and then, you know, thinking about it and thinking about it. And then in January I started to do my outline and now I'm almost done and I really want to have it done by October. And she goes, Oh, that's about right. That's a nine month cycle. She said, that is almost exactly how most creative endeavors um, come out in nine months. Just like a baby needs to be within the womb and grow and grow and grow and then it is birthed after nine months. So the same thing typically happens with creative projects because they literally are the same thing. They're like your baby. They're your idea that you're nesting and you're nurturing and you're growing and you're evolving and, and then you birth it in, into the world. And she said, and, and my project literally is the exact same timeline. I had no idea <laughs> that that was, I wasn't even thinking about the timeline of how long it took me to do the project. So, yeah, I mean, uh, everything, you know, our bodies are, are connected to nature in a lot of ways. Um, the seasons of our life, the seasons of the year, um, all of that is is connected to nature. So it's pretty fascinating if you really look into it. You know, and those are the types of things that is a part of my spiritual practice today. And those are the types of things that make me feel connected those are the types of things that make me feel divine. Um, to even even things like astrology, knowing my zodiac signs, um, knowing the planetary alignments and how they're affecting us here on Earth—like these are just tools of information that is ancient wisdom that we can use to help us in our in our human experience. These things were not given to me when I was in the church. <laughs> I wasn't given these specific concrete answers. Like you can literally look at your natal chart and chart out your whole life and you can see mm-hmm. when you're going to go through certain things through life, when you're going to have a difficult year, when you're going to have a prosperous year, when you're going to have a total shift in your reality. All of these things can be, you know, this information can be given to you so you can prepare for life. And you can actually have a a head a leg up and a heads up on what you're going to deal with. So you can prepare and you can plan and you can actually be ready to face the things that come to you. So you're not just in this ocean being hit with waves and you don't know which direction they're coming at you. Because that's how life is just, life can be tough. And if you have no tools that are helping you deal with it and helping you know ahead of time something's about to happen, Let me prepare myself. Let me get myself, you know, in a better state of being. Let me, whatever the case is, you're totally lost and you're just a victim to life. Um, And my spiritual practice is giving me tools so that I'm I'm more empowered and I'm more knowledgeable. And I have things that, like I said, gave me concrete answers that absolutely are 100% real. Um, that I wasn't given before I wasn't given those things before so my spiritual practice today is is much more powerful I feel much more connected I feel much more um I feel I can hear God's voice I know it um I've experienced it constantly over and over and over again today more than I've ever done before before I started this practice so it's quite amazing
0: (laughs) wow I'm sitting there listening to absorb information. <laughs>
2: that's
0: why it's, it's, you have made some very powerful information. Yeah. That uh, I'm just sitting here just, and like, when people talk sometimes, I'm just, I'm just thinking and processing and things of that nature. I'll be frowning and stuff because I be listening like, you know, I was just thinking that, that stuff processed because um, you yeah. said a lot of things that's, you know, very, um, it give me if you don't know, it opens up a lot of people's eyes. A lot of stuff you're saying. Uh people just stop to think for themselves. Um, I know like I think like for instance, like when it comes to belief system, a few things I know about belief system. Uh most of it's hinged off of fear and control. Absolutely. Yeah. Um people come to 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 divine, which is not out of love, but out of fear, and that's not that's not good. Um, mm-hmm. Because if you're serving out of fear and not out of love, your results not gonna be all that good, right? Um, at all, you know. People come out uh, of 'cause they're afraid of going to hell, or uh, think God go get them.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just kind
0: of strange. If God don't get you, it's the devil go get you. Somebody go get you. Right. (laughs) Like I tell people, one of them go get you if you don't do right. One get you for doing good, coming after you. The other get you for one I don't know, one punish you for not doing good. I don't know. either way you go, you you gotta choose the greater. (laughs) I guess you said the greater. I don't know, I gotta say evil. I I would say greater than evil because the one you the guy you serve is is not too nice to a lot of people. Right. And the only reason you're coming to him, because you're afraid of going to hell. So you're not really coming to him out of love or, or, and respect. You, you're coming to him because you're afraid of going to hell. That's so the main reason you're coming to him. that's not good. Yeah. Then you see him as a gene in the bottle, so to speak. Like, he'll just make things happen for you. And just believe he'll do everything, work everything out for you. And that's necessarily not so true. Because some things you got to do for yourself. Let's just face it. Um, no, I'm not going to work everything. Some you just do for yourself. I'm not going to go out in there and make your cook your food where you can cook your own food. Or, you're not a maid. It's not a genie. Uh, right. Say he, but it's a spirit, so. Uh, which is not, neither male or female, just maybe, I guess we would say male or female based on the energy we call male and female. But not for as a physical, like male and female. Um, yeah. but so, you know, it's, it's a lot of things to think about and it's, it's good to think. And, um, uh, unfortunately, um, I think people don't question. So when you start questioning, it requires you to think of yes. things. People don't like people being talk, just believe what I tell you and don't think about it. it mm-hmm. They're taught not to think for themselves. Um, religion teach you not to think for yourselves. Public school system teach you what to believe, or not to believe, what's right and what's wrong. Um, yeah. people don't think for themselves much more anymore. They just follow. Yeah. What sounds good and feel good, not think. They follow trends, they follow politicians, which is another form of belief system. It's also religion, because of political as a belief system that doesn't work for everybody but people believe strongly in the, the system uh, uh, they believe strongly in the uh, politicians telling them anything kind of like the pastors do mm-hmm. they tell them anything people believe it um, there's a lot in the kind of policies but a lot of people don't think for themselves yeah um, people afraid of hell and jail
2: yeah
0: um, <laughs> and death
2: yeah and, and death.
0: those those three controls a lot of people
2: yeah absolutely uh,
0: um and it's strange um how let all those things control us mm-hmm. and some people believe we we'll gonna die one day but yet they fear something they believe they can't stop
2: yeah yeah i
0: don't know but um and yeah like there's no really um proof that hell even exists i don't believe in hell but there's no proof that it resists, exists besides you read it in a book yeah, unless that means true, but a lot of people don't uh, don't really believe outside the book. They teach you don't believe no other gospel, and a lot of people don't study outside that book itself. And so, any anything outside that book, a lot of times they ain't gonna believe anyway. You know, it may be the truth, right? Um, so I've also figured that out. Um, Learn from my experiences. I wouldn't go past the book either. So just to somebody, to question the book and go past the book. Um, it's kind of hard and difficult for people to, to do go outside those because they would told you if you believe anything, besides what I would tell you, you would go to hell or yeah. it's evil, it's not of God. So, you got a lot of people who's hanging strongly onto those uh belief systems. You didn't know, they're not getting the answer and results they need. You know, they have questions, but they taught not to have questions. Um, pretty much like they did the slaves, uh, slavery, the religion kept people a lot of people in slavery captivity, and um. Uh, the uh, funny thing about it is, even strange is the, the Messiah they call Jesus or Yeshua, whatever you want to make call him. He didn't believe in no organized system. He didn't have, he didn't have no system set up as the church does. They say they follow following this Messiah, but the things they do in practice, mm-hmm. it's having nothing to do with the Messiah at all. He didn't do any of those things. He no. didn't go to that church choir, and no. and he didn't have a. He wasn't telling people that was going to hell. He didn't really say nothing really about hell much at all. If you think about it. He won't condemn anybody. He wanna laugh and make fun of people. He didn't acquire disciples, cast them away. He's pretty much stayed to himself like a monk. He went to the mountaintops. He didn't have a lot of people around him all the time. Mm-hmm. He went anywhere he said and said wherever he went. Uh he said they started traveling, starting to, start to, travel. he started to revival, he started no uh I mean he didn't have Peter Paul and you know, the Ursus and Bouncers and stuff like that. He didn't have none of all that.
1: Jesus never actually wrote a sermon
0: yeah he, ain't he never any broke anything down mm-hmm.
1: he was didn't just have, a living example
0: right he didn't have to it said the spirit is the spirit gonna teach you all things yeah but they call all the spirits Spirit. So they they teach you everything Wisdom not come from the spirit it said, it, it, it said it's this right here. believe in the spirit the Spirit will teach you everything you need to know
2: right right it's
0: saying that you need a book say you believe in the, spirit, says, the spirit will teach you. and mm-hmm. lead you and so so it's true you know what you call divinity and, you know, you got the energy, you got feminine and, and and the masculine energy, what we call divine. That mm-hmm. we gonna teach you all things.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, but uh, Jesus was,
1: wasn't uh, Christian.
0: No, he didn't. He didn't, and a lot of teachings that in the Old Testament. He 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 broke every one of them.
2: Yeah, he did not believe.
0: <laughs> no, he didn't believe in the so-called God of Moses and them because he said, here it is, and he changed it completely around.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So he couldn't believe in the same thing. If you believe in uh God, the same yesterday, today, and forever, why we need to change anything? Yeah, if what was written is already holy, then why get ready with it? He even so they say he changed anything, but I don't think anything was should change. I think that a lot of people need to maybe take a look at the old testament and find out if these people live in different periods of time. No, God is not really a name anyway. It's more like a title like Father. Um, so we know. Another question is, is: is all the is all the gods in the Old Testament all the, all the same gods? Are they different?
1: Yeah. Ent- yeah.
0: Entities, you have to put that in perspective.
1: Cause God in the Old Testament is very different than God in the New Testament.
0: Yeah, it's very very bi- very, very crazy and bipolar.
1: <laughs> yes. You say don't do
0: one thing, try and do the opposite. Like right. I said.
1: Very violent, yeah. murderous.
0: That was a murderous wrathful right. God. <laughs> oh, yeah, He said, he said, woman he should said, well, be stoned for being a prostitute or whatever, or uh, adulterous, but he told a prophet to go marry one, so some stuff didn't really add up. Yeah, it
1: how did pre- God change so much? Uh-huh. How did that happen?
0: Yeah, Deuteronomy is ancestry, but then you have one prophet had sex with his, his daughters. Yeah.
1: Deuteronomy is a very interesting... Ch- uh, oh, man. Yeah, it's, very yeah,
0: it's a very... Yeah, it's very interesting because it goes... It doesn't fit. I mean, it's a lot of, it's very brutal. But then if you're like, you know, a lot of people say, what would Jesus do? Well, Jesus didn't bash prostitutes and adulterers and stuff. If he even let them go on. Even though the scriptures say you're supposed to stone them. Right. So <laughs> there's a lot of things that, that make you want to think twice about, well, how can a whole book be holy and, and thing and divine? Because it is an Old Testament that says your woman should be stoned. as part of the book. So how can all of the whole book be holy and divine? It was so much contradiction to vision,
2: yeah. and
0: thoughts, and things of that nature. And then a lot of people said they followed Jesus, but like I said, most of the book, according to his New Testament, is written by Paul. I personally never met. Paul. Most
1: Paul, people are following the gospel of Paul, not the sayings of Jesus, not the teachings of right, Jesus.
0: Right, because he didn't know him personally. He said he met right. him, but he didn't walk with him. He didn't talk with him. Nope. No. No, the one person who we actually walk and talk with to the in the Bible was James. And he got very little short book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the only brother <laughs> of Jesus, out of the twelve disciples. You know he only one written a book in the very short.
2: Mm-hmm. Paul then
0: he say he saw Jesus in a vision and some of God fell off the horse or whatever it was. But he didn't walk and talk with him. Right. But we show take his, his story as truth, and he didn't know the man person.
1: Right. That's another, just a, just a very good yes. fact, just that alone for people to just digest that right there. Really think about that right there. A lot of what your pastor is preaching to you is from Paul, who did not even walk with Jesus. He was not one of his disciples. So he didn't know him that well, period. He, you, like you said earlier, he had to ask his brother, James, about Jesus because he didn't know enough. So, if your pastor is is telling you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, why are you listening to the words of Paul? <laughs> digest that, like <laughs> you know, Mm-mm. you know your Bible. I will give you that. You know your scriptures.
0: I'm just curious. He wrote Very most of the books, well. that most people read. And Paul said himself, he wasn't for sure some stuff he wrote was true. Yeah. <laughs> he say, "One sure as his have to go and James, is my doctrine but Paul right?" Paul even wrote some stuff. He said that was in the Paul wrote some stuff. Say he was only his opinion that he wrote some of the stuff. He said it's only my you no know, opinion. But he didn't say this. You know, he said when I mean, he he said some things. Paul did. Don't I'm not saying to think he wrote was wrong. You know what I'm saying, Paul? But mm-hmm. i just you were question some of the stuff he written. Yeah, I mean, some of it sound pretty whatever. You know what I'm saying? yeah it, um, i ain't say he was complete i ain't say everything paul wrote was wasn't true at all but you know, some stuff had some contradictions
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: compared to what the messiah was saying
2: yeah
0: you know um yeah. and uh so paul written a lot of stuff like man sh- shouldn't have long hair and then you know uh they, you know <laughs> messiah was had long hair and so it's just look it's, 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 it's gets real questionable
1: yeah of this
0: image <laughs> Says, I don't mean Jesus. to
1: laugh. I don't mean to laugh. I mean, but, I mean, it's just – it's just how can you know the – like, who, how are you not scratching your head right now? Like <laughs> –
0: Yeah. That's
1: yeah. – like, really, like
0: – yes, yeah, yeah, a man shouldn't have long hair as he could, have, but the image that you have, which is not really – the shoe it had long hair, which if you're going by that image, which I know that's not – no Jesus, really. But, but that's what
1: know. people identify with. Yeah, whether they whether they want to believe it or not, that is what they are yeah, seeing. Exactly. That's they Yeah, and they
0: subconscious too. They they identify and if they are. You got answers, like I say. If you're reading the book, probably you identify that image. But you know, it did say Jesus had hair like wool and stuff. But black people got hair like wool. But it didn't say yeah. how long it was, really. But that's the image. Just something didn't add up. um right. And so you should question some stuff. Yeah. And everything of that nature. So. Um, you know, a lot of things that people got to look at when it comes to religion, what are they believing in? This is all adding up. Um, absolutely. Now, that's why a lot of people just left because a lot of, it's a lot of hypocrisy in the church. Um, and, um, a lot of people really, uh, I, I think, uh, this is my opinion. I think a lot of people go because they hurt. I think a lot of people start out sincere.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. and I think after a while they became uh, professional hypocrites
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, because they're dealing with the issues we gotta hide behind uh, things that make up stuff, still dealing with ourselves we have to look down on other people and uh, do all the things we say, we claim that's the will of God and the will of Jesus and it's really not and we hide behind that ideal that uh, he forgave us for our sin because I believe, so I'm saved. You know, I'm doing things that's still not right for me and to other people. Yeah, and we just hide behind these things, and um, it's, it's it's that's why so I don't aim bashing anyone. Mm-hmm. I just want people to think for themselves. That's it. You don't have to believe everything I say, or I don't have to believe things you say, but everybody must find their own path and their own journey. Just mm-hmm. answering question things what what makes sense to you and what and why doesn't it? Um, because everything you should do shouldn't not make any sense at all, it should make sense of why you're doing to have an understanding of why you do what we do. Right. But in society, we do a lot of things we have no fully understanding about, even Christmas and Easter and stuff like that. The end people, why well, you don't celebrate those days like y'all do. You tell them they look at the crazy even notes in their history book, tell oh, you know yeah. why they're great. And the fun thing about your history books tells you. Exactly what it is and what it's about. Nothing, nothing new. It's nothing new. You can Google this. You go to your public library. Yeah. And it tells you yeah. how the holidays got started, and then you want to look mm-hmm. at people crazy because they tell you they don't celebrate the holidays. And most of them yeah. is not nothing good. Now Halloween been deemed as the evil day, but Halloween that wasn't really an evil day. It was All Saints Day. Uh Holly Eve was mean Holy Evening. That's what all it means. Holy Evening is where Eve mean Evening or whatever. Eve's not bad. Halloween means holy Eve. That's a real. That's what it really means. How I beat our name means holy evening. It's the wow. day for All Saints Day, according to the scripture. Yeah. So Halloween supposed to be a good day, holy divine mm-hmm. day. For mm-hmm. Some strange reason people look at it as something evil.
1: Yeah, I have a whole video on why I no longer celebrate Christmas, uh, and I break down. All of the things that I've learned about that holiday, and yeah. uh, you know, why I think it's a complete contradiction, it's not what we think it is. And it's I talk not. about some historical yeah. stuff, and I yeah. would encourage people to go watch that because I explain it all in that video. Yeah, it, you,
0: it tells you in the Bible don't even decorate no tree,
1: <laughs> right. It's totally, it's to, it's totally a pagan holiday, completely and totally. Yeah. And yet people celebrate it as a, as Jesus's birthday.
0: Yeah, I and think it's, it's really not. born in, you know, like in a fall time, really, because from what I heard, it I don't know if it's true that uh, ain't no shepherds gonna be out there in the sheep in no cold time of year anyway.
1: Right. Right. Be out there.
0: And why would you have your kid under a star outside in the cold?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well and there's you know there's also you know when you look at the star that he was supposed to have been born and the placement of it when it was right when it was able to be seen during that time um it does place his birth between i think it's the summer solstice and the winter solstice just yeah. between uh, somebody them some i
0: say not the fall time what i heard
1: yeah so Her fall sounds fall. about right. All right it's not december 25th yeah it's too <laughs> cold
0: <laughs> And then, uh and the people, and the fun thing about it is the, the Messiah, he, he did a lot of astrology. Say he, he wants to see signs, look in the stars, look in the heaven. He wants to talking about the stars, he went to talking about the heaven, and we said the stars, the heaven. And the people that found him was astrologers. They called him wise, right. men, but he was astrologers, that was astrologers. They understood yeah. the alignment of the sky and the stars. That's why Jesus said, that, oh, you want to know the end of time, he said, uh, look to the stars, look to the right. sky, look to the heaven. So Jesus, the Messiah, did understand astrology? He did understand seasons, yes. time, and change.
2: Absolutely, he did. Absolutely. And the
0: things he was doing was against organized religion. you don't supposed to be right. healing exactly. nobody. They called exactly. him a devil. Exactly. So the he was doing what considered is good, <laughs> right? He considered as a devil worship, basically what he was. What they calling him?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They were calling him so, a devil you know, worship.
1: And that's that's very interesting because you know, like I was saying earlier. Those are concrete tools to give you clear answers that are literally, you look to the sky and you can literally see where planets are aligned, where the stars are aligned and it gives you specific information, but you go to church and they'll say, Oh, astrology is bad. You don't need that stuff. That's just weird stuff. You don't, don't worry about all that stuff, but that's what Jesus was practicing. Mm -hmm. That's what he was using as a piece of knowledge. So why isn't that being preached from the pulpit? Hey. Why don't we have classes on teaching people how to, how to use astrology? What does it mean? How do you, how do you decode these things? None of that. In fact, I remember I had a conversation with my own mother. And I was telling her, I think it was last year and it might've been around, uh, I think it was a full moon ritual that I was going to, it was the, as a matter of fact, it was August 8th, 8, 8 2018 and it was the lion's gate, full moon. And I was telling my mother about this full moon that's coming up and it's special energy that it was going to hold and how you can really harness that energy and a ritual that I was going to do. And as I was telling her the ritual, she started laughing Mm -hmm. at me. And I said, why are you laughing? Um, And she said, Oh, you don't need to, you don't, what are you, what are you dealing with the full moon for? What does that have to do with anything? She's like, you know, all, all that matters to me is that God created those things. That's all that matters to me. And I said, well, yes, you're right. God created those things. And don't you want to know why God created them the way that they are created? Don't you want to know what messages God is trying to send to us through those things? Because I believe that is also another way that God is speaking to us. So I think we can look to the stars and we can look to the planets and we can get information on how we can live our lives here on this earth. There's a reason why these things are happening. Don't you think it's important to understand why is this full moon on this day? Why are these numbers so specific? Why are when the planets are in a certain orbit, certain things change here on earth? Why does that happen? What, is, what information can I pull from that? That's a whole experience we're having here on this earth that some people have no clue about. They're not connected to it in any way. You know, planet retrogrades and, and planets being square each other and full moons and all these things, they are affecting the energy here on earth and people have no clue. And I said, you know, I think that it's important to know those things, to know as much as we can. You know, just as much as we can. And she literally had nothing to say to me after that.
0: <laughs> well, that's, that's kind of strange because they, cause they don't study these. It says, um, well, that's a good scripture. I do like this in the scripture in the Old Testament. Um, my people perish by lack of wisdom. The lack
1: of wisdom, yeah.
0: Knowledge and understanding. All this says, all of us. So my people perish by negative. Then it's also mm-hmm. the verse says, people perish. You know and they says in new Testament said we all understand all knowledge get all, all of you us know, get all understanding so you should get all understanding of what it is but a lot, a lot of religious people don't get no understanding. they believe that yeah. God made it that's all they understand they got and yeah. it's very simple minded and it's very uh, it's very that's not good it's like I don't know they ain't yeah, thinking I think for you, themselves
1: I think you walk around blind you walk around blind and totally helpless and you think that you've got you know, you're blind, you got your walking stick, and you think you know what's going on, because you can feel a little thing here, you know there's a bump there. Right. But if you could actually see, if your eyes were actually open, you would realize there's so much else happening around you that you had no idea about. True. And I think when you're not seeking knowledge constantly, you're walking around and you think you got it figured out because you got your little walking stick, but your eyes are not working. You're not really actually seeing the total picture around you. And to me, you know, getting that, getting this information and this knowledge is like, it's opening your eyes and seeing more. There's so much more to see.
0: Always something to learn. Always something new. Yeah. Um, That's why you got to answer questions. Questions Mm -hmm. to get answers. You answer questions, then you go seek. Um, You got to look for it. It's not easy all the time. Sometimes you got to seek. Seek wisdom seek for you gotta keep looking constantly mm-hmm. answers you don't get you don't get right away some stuff is easy there's a lot of answers easy to get uh, people want not look at a lot of stuff you can just look at it won't take you all that long to find some stuff you have to work at and find and, and like discovery you know you know you have to look for and seek it's like hitting truth or looking for gold oh it's not always easy to find but it's very precious but it's hard to find um,
2: yeah.
0: and that's how knowledge and wisdom is uh, and understanding you know it's it's, it's very precious, but it takes work to do. And like I said, a lot of people just program to believe a certain way, and think a certain way. And they won't go outside that. They don't want to do the work for themselves because, you know, just lazy and just don't want it. Just want to sell or what uh, everybody else is doing because make them feel good and comfortable.
2: Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, he's 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 you know the Messiah. He he controls the elements. Control the wind. Yeah. He control the water. Mm-hmm. And he, he controlled the elements, and he was healing people. Well, really, he mm-hmm. said he wouldn't heal them. He said you, he said it was your faith was healing you. Right. your belief in this was was healing you, so you could do it yourself. Right. And um, and that's what he taught. He taught you could do it yourself. He never said he was the only one. He always said things I do, you should do greater things. Mm-hmm. And if we look at the, the teachings of the Yeshua, or you would call the Messiah, um, he put all the control and power in your hand. Basically, he ain't really take credit for anything, really. He yeah. just said, believe my words. And uh, he didn't take credit for anything. Yeah. And uh he said I do the things that I see my father do. Cause he was learning.
2: Just like mm-hmm. everybody else
0: learned from the divine, he was learning. And yeah. he was doing what he learned from uh the divine until you could do the same thing. That's but that's really what his message was all about. Uh it really wasn't about me coming to the cross dying for your sins, none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It wasn't none of that. And um it's really I me mean, it was a and love your uh, divine like you love yourself and your neighbor. I mean, he had real mm. simple teachings. Yeah. Um, he didn't talk about real physical hell at all. The hell wasn't talking about physical hell, it wasn't one. And um, he didn't believe nothing organized religion did. He was, he hung around people that wasn't seen spiritual. Right. And uh, he hung with any, you know, he I mean, he just he talked to anybody. He wasn't. He didn't. Uh, he didn't look down on anybody. He was. He just. He said my yoke is easy, and it is because he didn't come to bash people, and discriminate. Uh, just tell people the journey of of how to find yourself a divine. How to know find who you are. Yeah. You know. Um, Absolutely. So a lot of people say, "I'm not God, a guy," but I don't know. Is you not? You're part of the Creator. You're part of the the divine. He created everything so exactly from within from the divine creep from within itself well, it's nothing outside of the vine to create so you are part of divine. vine um, uh, you are divine everything is divine There's different manifestations of the but you are divine yeah and um you are a god or a goddess because a fruit cannot a tree cannot bear fruit outside of itself mm-hmm. so you are part of your seed and children of the god and you're when you plant a seed, that tree gonna grow up from a seed to full grown, whatever it came from.
2: Right. And that's what right. you're going to be. Exactly.
0: Uh, you are a spirit, you are a God. Exactly. Um, in the flesh, um, which you call corn. Really, I tell everybody everything, everything is spiritual, just different manifestation because everything is spiritual. Just because you see it, don't mean uh, it ain't spiritual. Right. Um. You see water, then water evaporates, then you no longer see it. But it's mm-hmm. still the same stuff, just different manifestation. Yeah, um, And it's the same way. I tell everybody, everything is spiritual. Everything come out of that. Just because you see it, don't mean it's not spiritual. Just because you can't see it, don't mean it don't exist. You just can't see it. Um, So I just tell people, you know, just to be more open-minded about what you consider spiritual not spiritual because everything's element. Everything is spiritual um, that's why the Messiah figured out. He figured out how to control those elements yeah. to his advantage. And uh I'm pretty sure it took some time for him to for him to be able to do those things. I'm sure it didn't happen overnight. But he taught a lot about prayer and meditation.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and and seeking the divine. That's why he was able to do those things he was doing. Uh I don't know how long it took, 20 years, 30 years, but he was able to do those things, how long it took. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it didn't happen overnight. Everybody doubted him. so oh, you just a son of Mary, wherever. You just a son of Mary. We know who you are. So when they knew him, they just saw him as a normal person. Because he said, "Messiah, you know, Messiah, you're the son of Mary. I know who you are." So a lot of people are like, oh, "I know who you are, and I remember you." So they didn't really think a lot about him as he matured and grew spiritually
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: into the divine step. He had changed, and so I don't know. Like you have changed, your parents probably looking at you kind of strange. <laughs>
1: Yeah, my whole family's looking at me like I'm a little crazy. you
0: call yourself a goddess. <laughs> I know you, you're my daughter. You ain't no yeah. goddess. That's how they say it, though. You just yeah. son of Mary. You ain't no, you ain't no Messiah. A lot of people doubt them. They doubt you.
1: But, you know, I love it. I love it. I've never felt more confident in myself. I've never felt more powerful. I've never felt more loved. Because I, I know that I am loved unconditionally. My understanding of my existence is totally different. Um, I was not born in sin. I was born whole and complete, until this world decided to damage me <laughs> with its miseducation, um, and I'm coming back to my wholeness every single day, just unpacking the layers of all the all the lies that I've been told and all the fear that was that was put upon me, other people's fear that I inadvertently took on. So. It's, 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 I am totally, I feel totally liberated. I feel totally free, um, more than I've ever felt my whole life. And if other people don't get it, it literally does not matter to me. (laughs) That's why I love my YouTube channel. I'm, I'm putting it out there publicly. That is how little I care about whether people understand it or not. I'm publicly declaring what I believe. And there's just no better, no better feeling than that. Just to walk in your truth
0: right and I think that's the real separation. I think we separate ourselves i think I think being blind is a separation of of um not that you don't have the ability but it's not knowing who you are and who what you're capable mm-hmm. of I think that's the separation yeah. I think that's the real reason why we uh so far so kind of like die because we don't know who we are to our full potential so yeah. So we are uh, blind. We're all lost. And you're lost not because you're going to hell. You're lost because you don't fully understand who you are and your full potential. That's the real reason why we lost. Right. And,
2: right. Um,
0: people don't. People think you're lost because I don't know how they see loss. How, how we see loss in the church? <laughs> I think they see loss in the church is not knowing Jesus and you know, they don't know where the hell or something like that. I think that's, that's what they consider lost, not knowing. Um, yeah. The Messiah, or whatever, but yeah. the Messiah only gonna tell you that. Um, you can go to God yourself, or you go to the divine yourself and say, uh, you can go to him boldly mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, Um uh, he's not out to get you. The divine is not out to get you. Get down and find the help. Any greater things you should do. And by your faith, you're made whole. So the not think the the, the will teach you, you go to him yourself and, and, and do the same thing that I'm doing and greater things I'm doing. And so, you got to think about what type of teaching he left to say, you do things I do, greater things you shall do. And think. just think about the things he did. And just think about, man, how much more can I do? And he didn't say nobody, you got to wait on God and all that stuff. He said, the spirit will show you, lead you, all true. So... Mm-hmm. No, uh, so who followed is it of the things we're going through? Now we have this understanding: mm-hmm. uh, if you are in a church, you should have the understanding you have the ability to do what you want to do. Cause that's what the Messiah taught you. Yeah. So I'm not against people following the Messiah, but are they really following the Messiah or are they following somebody else's teachings? Yeah. so that's the is the teaching of the Messiah that you have the ability to do things for yourself and you talk to God boldly and you don't have to right. wait on nobody. Right. Or the pastor. Right. Or the preacher. He said about no ties and offering. God don't nope. need your money.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> he didn't say nobody had to go up every Sunday. I mean the Messiah do nothing tradition, do Everything thing against every man's tradition. Right. He healed on on no Sabbath. He healed on the Sabbath, which is really the seventh day, not the first day, according to your calendar. And so he did everything. He broke the all Roller rules. He was, you know, yeah. they didn't like him. He didn't he didn't he didn't go with the system. You want to get mm-hmm. the system. Um, so, I just want people to know just just to stop and think about life as a whole. And just, just want people to start thinking for themselves, period. Mm-hmm.
2: You
0: know, and research stuff because we quick to believe stuff just because certain people said this, say they're called a person's white or called they have a PhD and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. The woman, they know better than you. Yeah. They're human too. You have the ability to learn from the divine. Is there one that's, because sometimes I could be wrong, we all be wrong, no matter how long we, and Holy God, we all make mistakes and do wrong things and say wrong things. So, you know, just gauge yourself. Compare yourself to yourself. You know, see how you gotten better and just don't believe everything you hear. Uh don't believe just cause people have uh and been in doctrine with certain education level, or they're a doctor, or they are called this a pastor. I mean they know everything, don't mean are right, don't mean they don't know nothing. But I'm just saying look for your seat. if somebody tell you something, look for yourself and just don't believe what people say.
2: Exactly. research
0: it uh see if it's wrong see if it's true that exactly. it could be wrong it could be true but you need to know for yourself um, exactly. because if you if i say something that's wrong you just do it instead of researching it you can't blame it by yourself still because you have the information and you have the ability to research the information to learn information yep. so you can't just blame everybody for all your problems you can't say well you said this or you said that well no yeah. Have your own mind, search it for yourself. I could be wrong, it might not work. It's because it can't work for me, don't mean it's going to work for you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, stop blaming the game and take responsibility. Um, a lot of things we do have a responsibility of and uh, have understanding, educating, whether it's what you call spirituality, whether it's food, cooking, music. You have to study to learn something. To be a better musician, you have to study you just can't be a lazy musician. You can't be lazy in anything you do. And when it comes to spirituality, people got very, what we call it spirituality, people got very uh, lazy.
1: They taught us to be,
0: and yeah. uh, educational, educational stuff as well too, because a lot of stuff you learn in school is not necessarily true mm. and accurate, especially history. And um, and it's okay to question things, question things, um, and look for answers. Just don't. Just cause it sound right and sound good don't necessarily mean it's true.
1: Mm-hmm. Because it's
0: possible don't necessarily mean that's what happened.
1: Right. You know, it's just a Well, lot. I am, I am, I'm really curious as to how you're gonna title this video because we talked about a lot of great stuff. This was a great conversation. Very great conversation.
2: Oh okay. Yeah. Um, I
0: don't know. I'm just gonna call. You know. um, uh, you know what I'm gonna call it. <laughs>
1: I'll see once you post it.
0: Um <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I'm no I'm not I'm gonna go call it um I'm gonna, call it just, I'm gonna tell you right now I'm gonna call it this thing when people watching it. Oh, you tell t- t- you yeah, it's called divine I'm gonna it's gonna
2: be called the Divine Goddess. Spiritual journey.
1: Yeah, spiritual journey, that's good, yeah.
0: I mean, with well, us I mean it's not really nothing just um you know this point you can see here one title um I'm gonna call it um a spiritual journey yeah
2: <laughs>
0: because that's, well, that's what great. it is I mean what well, us I mean that's only just to the title mm-hmm. but um uh, <laughs> you know I'm gonna call I oh I'm gonna be someone in that area I might not be there but it's gonna be something Pretty simple. Uh and think about it, you know, it's gonna be something simple. It's not it's not gonna be hard for me to, to uh to title this discussion or topic because yeah. there's so much in the spirituality and so much in the people's lives and journey. Um so I was more than one thing. hmm So it's now. I i be I, I it's gonna be something simple. Yeah. Trust me. It's, but the, the subject matter is cause, cause going anywhere when you're dealing with a person's uh, spiritual journey process. It's not just going to be one process. It's going to be so many different processes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I know we've been on for about an hour and a half. So, yes, <laughs> I know. Uh, I, I'm thankful to everyone who will watch this video. Um And just a quick little blurb about Goddess in the Making. It is about uh, my journey, what I'm learning on my spiritual path and uh, reawakening the divine feminine within me um, and all the things, all the tools and resources that I'm coming across that have helped me on my path. And I talk about a lot of different things. So I hope that you all check out my channel and see what I'm talking about. Every single week I post a video and I'm also on Facebook and Instagram as Goddess in the Making. So
0: Yes. i thank I think one who's who actually sit through this long process of talking <laughs> and understanding, you have to be hungry to listen to all this information. I also Absolutely. want also want y'all to subscribe to her channel. I will also if you look in the description box, you will see all the links to her Instagram, to so her YouTube, and uh Facebook and other uh links that she may have or websites she may want to share. I also have it in the description box. So please. Click on her YouTube channel. Check it out. If you think it's for you, subscribe, please subscribe to her channel and leave a comment. If you like any of her videos as might yeah. as well too. I don't have a whole lot of videos just yet, but I'm still working on more videos. My, uh, this is your journey and you can also subscribe to my channel and feel free to share anything that we may post it or any the video we made a content that you may like or resonate with you. Uh, yeah. feel free to, um, share or subscribe or leave a comment uh to give feedback. It's good to hear feedback from other people as well because um it it helps it helps a lot. It helps let us know, understand our work and journey is yes. helping other people. It's good to to um to have something to say to reach out. It's good to collaborate and reach out. And I really appreciate one who's tuning in to our channel all the subscribers subscribers to my channel and her channel as well. I want to thank both of y'all. And um, I really, really thank y'all. And please continue to learn, live, and and just create your own journey. I mean, your life is your life, and it's up to you of how you want it to live your life. You know, despite you go through things, it's your journey and it's your path. And stay encouraged always, um, and doing what you're doing, and and try to get uh, good insight from from people on a different level of vibration. You want a high level of vibration, you got to go to it and seek it. And don't right. stay off a of low vibration of, of low, low things. That's not going to help you. So oh. and think for yourself, please think for yourself. I want to thank you everyone for tuning in to this program. I want to thank Miss Jazz from mm-hmm. uh, your goddess in the making, because she is a goddess in the making because I see why she calls herself the goddess in the making because <laughs> she is, you know, uh, in the process of becoming a, a goddess. So she is a goddess, but you know, she's growing and learning and sharing, and um, yeah. we always we learn from each other as well. So thank you all for tuning into this program. Subscribe to the channel, whatever you may do, and just thank you for the time to watch this whole program if you have or any of it at all. So I want to thank you and thank Miss Jazz for coming in and giving me the opportunity to talk to you and collaborate. I will be doing uh, Brianna again real soon. I do have one I did a long time ago. I never posted back up. but she did say she would do another video with
1: me oh that's awesome I'll definitely look for her she's one of my favorite YouTubers yes
0: Yes. you talked to her yet
1: Um, I I actually did reconnect with her recently because I did a video um, on my favorite YouTubers Black Girl Magic Edition and it featured all black women Mm -hmm. in my favorite YouTubes and she was one of them so yeah Yeah. I was able to connect with her she's awesome I look forward to seeing that video that's awesome and thank you so much for having me I really appreciate the support I appreciate no the fact that you saw what I was doing and said, I want to promote you and I want to support you and put you out there. So on my channel. So I really appreciate that. That means, that means so much. It really does. So thank you.
0: Thank you too. My, my, my channel is only good as, a, just as good as the people I bring on. And, um, and that's how I feel about it. Um, uh, you, you, you helped create my channel content as well. Yeah. So it's very important. And, um, I want to thank you. And like I said, thank all the people, viewers, and so peace, love, and light, and continue your journey. Thank you for coming on, and thank
2: y'all for tuning in. Bye. Bye for now. (laughs) Bye. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.